and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! <laughs> they rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local. From the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. And uh, Cleveland, Cleveland rocks. Now, not as far as I'm concerned, Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And... It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, I'm in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there here on this uh, Friday? Well, you call it a feel-good uh, Friday because it feels great outside. You bet your boy wore shorts today. Uh, it's supposed to be the high of the 60s. Thought so about it, Love Travis. it. I thought about love it. Love it. You should have just did it. I, I, I thought about it, but... I didn't know what it was going to be like tonight, tonight yeah. after the game. Sure, sure. Yeah, I totally get it. Uh, but it's Travis Works, Eric Fry here, hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, we got some local sports to uh, hit up on uh, there from uh, last night, the last regular season game uh, there for girls basketball. We had a couple of guys' games uh, squeeze in uh, there. And we got more games uh, tonight on the docket for boys basketball as they still got a little bit to go for their regular season this game on Friday and the weekend and next week as well. Uh, the uh, seeds come out, come out there yesterday for the boys' basketball postseason, so we'll take a peek at that, and the brackets will be revealed later on uh, today so we can kind of get an idea of where some of these teams are going to be headed uh, there, and it'll become official later on today. It's also... Friday before the big game, before the uh, Super Bowl. So we'll be hitting up on that as well, the Super Bowl matchup. And we'll also be taking a look at the NFL honors there from uh, last night as the awards officially became official there. We'll take a look at that. The uh, inductees for the Hall of Fame became official uh, last night as well. So we'll hit up on that as well. And I mentioned yesterday uh, we kind of looked back at our preseason picks for those awards that were given out last night. And uh, so today uh, we take a look at uh, some of our preseason picks from the NFL that we did all the way back in August, September, uh, around those dates there when we picked the divisions and the uh, playoffs. We're specifically going to take a look at the uh, playoffs uh, 
see how that shaked out and see who we picked in the preseason in our Super Bowl. Mm. So uh, stick around uh, for uh, that in the pod. Oh, yeah, looking forward to that. As well. And we'll also be hitting up on uh, some uh, college basketball as well. What happened last night and uh, take a peek at uh, the weekend as well because there's other stuff, other sports besides football this weekend. And uh, the Illini got a game uh, tomorrow, so we'll hit up on uh, that. And then uh, the uh, uh, Sports Spectacular, powered by the IlliniGuys.com, will be uh, following us here on 98.9 today. So they'll have more in-depth coverage of that Illinois-Michigan State game uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. But uh, we'll be hitting up on that as well here on the uh, program. So I uh, got a good one lined up for you here today on this uh, Friday. We're closing out the week as strong here on this February 9th, 2024. So uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, start the show, and uh, let's kick it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off in the NFL with those football awards that were handed out there last night. And also we'll be hitting up on a little bit of the Super Bowl conversation as well. The NFL honors was there last night. was become a tradition there in the NFL of announcing these awards here as everyone kind of converges on the Super Bowl site. And that's exactly what they did there. Uh, last night as the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award was handed out to Cameron Hayward of the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. there. Uh, the Defensive Rookie of the Year went to the edge rusher from the Houston Texans, Will Anderson Jr. Mm-hmm. The Offensive Rookie of the Year went to another Texan, C.J. Stroud, as the uh, quarterback had an outstanding season yes. there for Houston to uh, help them lead them to the uh, playoffs uh, there. And it's the uh, second year in a row that uh, the uh, uh, the Jets won offense and defense rookie of the year last year, and now this year we got mm-hmm. two from the Texans uh, winning offense and defensive rookies of the year. I mean, with the turnaround they did, definitely uh, can't argue either of those. Yeah, definitely a, a slam dunk for mm-hmm. uh, Stroud and uh, Will Anderson Jr. had a great season as yep. well, and he lived up to the expectations. He was the preseason favorite yep. to win the award, and sure enough, he uh, takes it home mm-hmm. uh, there last night. A defensive player of the year went to the Cleveland Browns edge rusher, Miles Garrett, as well. He was also one of the favorites to land the award uh, after the nominees were announced, so uh, that became official there. And the offensive player of the year went to Christian McCaffrey of the uh, San Francisco 49ers nice. there, so uh, Eric nailed that. I did. I'm proud of the, myself for at that At the one. beginning of the year, yeah. nailed it uh, there, and uh, well-deserved uh, there for McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a couple of uh, awards that could have went either way and maybe a little debate of whether it went to the right person or uh, not the next two awards. The Coach of the Year Went to uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski, hmm. as well. You know, navigating all the quarterbacks yeah. that Cleveland did, uh, but uh, some people, playoffs. yeah, still made it. Uh, and um, 
kind of was like, well, it could have went to Dan Campbell, but they had the expectations mm-hmm. on them this year, so it wasn't completely out of nowhere. D'Amico Ryans was also nominated as well. Could have given it to another uh, Texan being a rookie head coach and not a lot being expected out of him. So. That's who I would have given it to. Yeah. Because, again, Houston was probably, you know, picked to finish last in the AFC mm-hmm. to a lot of people. So I, I would have gone that way. However, I'm not going to argue with the Browns pick because I don't think they were picked to make the playoffs. And if they were, it was because of Deshaun Watson being the quarterback, not five guys that pulled out of a hat, including Joe Flacco off his couch. Right. Uh, yeah. The broadcast booth. <laughs> yeah. Either one. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, Joe Flacco, uh, he ended up winning the uh, Comeback Player of the Year award instead of DeMar Hamlin. I wonder if I, I, part of me, Travis, thinks that that was that there was a reason for that. As I said, Demar Hamlin's story was great. It was something we had never experienced before in sports. As what happened to him and him coming back the very next year. However, he also did not play a whole lot, mm-hmm. and you can't. I'm sorry, like. If you're going to come back, I want you to come back at the level you were or close to it. And I don't think he did. Mm. Whereas Joe Flacco came back from, again, obscurity to lead a team to the playoffs. Right. uh, uh, Came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. No one expected Joe Flacco to suit up for a team this year. Mm -hmm. Instead, he made a playoff start. Yeah. And led them to the playoffs. So... I, I said it from day one that DeMar Hamlin, as great as it, of a story as it is, and as easy as it is to just give him that award, he didn't play enough to earn that award. Hmm. Yeah, he only played in uh, two games. Yeah. And he had two tackles. That was that, his stats. That's not – I wonder – Stats are also irrelevant. Well, but here's the thing, Travis. I, I wonder if it is a thing kind of like Joel Embiid where there's a minimum amount of games you have to participate in in order to win an award. Yeah. That has to play into it, too. Yeah, I'm sure that was a factor. Like I said like I said yesterday, name it the DeMar Hamlin Comeback Player of the Year Award and give it to Joe Flacco. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. Yeah. But he did not do enough on the field. Because that's – that. whether you say it's irrelevant, and you said that, stats are irrelevant. They're not, though. Playing in two games – there's not enough there. Comeback means you came back for to be what you were. To be what you were, but he also came back from the dead. So, Yes, but again, that's because we've never experienced anything like this in the NFL. Yeah. But is just suiting up enough? Yes. No. In this case. No. Yes. No. <laughs> if, if no one else had come back and no one else had had a good year, then I would agree with you. And I also kind of feel like uh, the NFL saw the uh, helped out Vegas uh, a little bit, helped out the house uh, there as uh, DeMar Hamlin was pretty heavy favorites in the uh, entertainment community to uh, win the award. And then, oh, all of a sudden, he doesn't even win. So, And Travis, uh, just so you know, I here's the other thing. Too. This award has been awarded now six straight years to a quarterback. Oh, 
it's a, that's it's a quarterback need, award. That's all you need to know. And uh, another candidate that could have easily won was Baker Mayfield yep. as well. Yep. Oh, another quarterback. Yep. So. So. And uh, a ton of others were nominated as well. There Stafford is. Stafford was. One, Jeez. two, three, four. Four times in history that a defensive player has won this award. Hmm. Man. So. Uh, I always talk about the MVP being a quarterback award. Right Eric there. Berry was the last defensive player to win it in 2015. The yeah. safety. Right, and uh, he came back from cancer. Yep. Uh, there. So. Uh, but the comeback player of the year is Joe Flacco. Still elite coming back uh, there for uh, Cleveland. And uh, I mentioned there it's a quarterback award of the MVP. And uh, sure enough, no surprise. Uh, here, uh, Lamar Jackson earns his second MVP mm. uh, there uh, for Lamar. So, uh, MVP, Lamar Jackson, doesn't mean they gets the Ravens to the Super Bowl again, but at least he got another MVP. And, by the way, when uh, Eric Berry came back, Travis, he had played in 16 games and had 61 tackles. I mean, yeah, playing the whole season. Yeah. Ten, ten, uh, he had two interceptions, ten pass deflections. So what I'm saying is he came back and was playing at the level he was when he went away. Right. And I think that's what you have to do as a defensive player to win this award. Sure. Yeah. No, I I see that point. I'm not I'm not saying Demar Hamlin does not deserve it, but this year, I'd be fine, Travis, if he was nominated for defensive player of the year next year, or for comeback player of the year next year. If he comes back and plays the whole season. Right. Two games is not enough. Yeah. Two tackles. Two two games, two tackles. That's mm. that's just not enough for me. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm I that yeah. Mm. Again, when you got a guy who came back and went four and one in the five games he played. Yeah. In Joe nah, Flacco. It was definitely threw for over a thousand yards. Yeah. No, nah, it was definitely a great year for a Flacco unexpected. Mm. Uh, there, um, and then they also announced the uh, 2024 Hall of Fame class, and officially it became official uh, there with uh, those uh, uh, Bears that were rumored to uh, get in, as uh, Steve Mongo, McMichael, Julius Peppers, and Devin Hester officially is a Hall of Famer uh, there. So uh, that was nice to see those Bears get in, and especially Hester uh, Hall of Fame. And a lot of people I saw upset about it, as oh, is geez. expected. And, uh, you know, more. I also saw people upset that uh, Andre Johnson made it in and Tory Holt didn't and Isaac Bruce didn't. Uh, right. Not Isaac Bruce, uh, Reggie Wayne didn't. Yeah. Sorry, those guys had Hall of Famers beside them. Andre Johnson, they also had Hall of Fame quarterbacks thrown to them, as well as Hall of Fame coaches. Mm, yeah. Andre Johnson had nobody. Yeah, mm. Matt Schaub. For most of his time. Yeah. So to put up the numbers he did with Matt Schaub as his quarterback. Hmm. Sorry. That's a Hall of Famer. I'd have to dive deeper into uh, Andre's numbers. Uh, but uh, Also, uh, Dwight Freeney uh, got in. Yep. Patrick Willis got in as well. And a little bit before my time, Randy Gardshire mm-hmm. uh, there got in as well. I'm not really familiar uh, with him like I am the other names. Uh, there f- that's going to receive gold jackets. Yep. So, I I I'm so glad Devin Hester got in. Oh yeah. 
you know, I, he changed the game. And it, he is a player that we will not see again because the NFL had to make special rules so that he cannot be what he, you know, Devin Hester yeah. would not be around in today's NFL. No. He would not be on a roster spot because that kick returns are not relevant. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I mean, it's it's taken completely out of the game. Yeah, 100%. So, so yeah. I, I am – very happy for that, and and I'm also happy for Mongo getting in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am too. Glad to see you that there mm-hmm. at NFL Honors uh, there uh, last night, and uh, then of course things turn to a uh, Sunday. Uh, finally, what's Sunday? Uh, there's going to be a, a concert. There's going to be an Usher concert. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I think uh, somewhere sure. somewhere surrounding the game, surrounding the concert. It's going to be a football game. Oh, well, that's um, nice of them to do that. It's usually watched by millions huh. and millions. Well, if you can't watch it, of, of course, people. you can listen to it right here on 98 on the game. And listened to millions and the millions. Coverage starts at 1 o'clock. Ooh, 1 o'clock. We got all coverage. the pregame show this year. We got everything. Uh, I'm surprised we, uh, for the Illini, I'm surprised we didn't start it on Saturday, the pregame coverage. Nope. Nope, because we have a line eye. <sighs> Man. Well, uh, 1 o'clock is the uh, coverage. So uh, tune in here to uh, the uh, big game, the Super Bowl. We got coverage there out in uh, Vegas. 49ers, Chiefs, 49ers on ESPN Bet. One and a half point favorites here in the game. That's not what we locked in on for our pick so, well, We locked in on a different number. That's okay. So stick around uh, to hear what that is. Yep, and of course we'll be uh, picking that game Final as one well. of the year. And uh, we'll see you uh, uh, as well our, how our NFL picks did uh, oh, yeah. as well. So uh, the actual game kickoff is scheduled for about 5.30 mm-hmm. and uh, pregame hoopla uh, there. Um, national Anthem, all that. And we'll we'll see if it actually kicks off at 5:30 uh, there in uh, Vegas. But uh, Super Bowl this weekend, big game going down, and out in uh, Vegas, can the champs go back to back, or can Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy uh, lead the 49ers to another championship there in their franchise? All right, uh, so we'll uh, step away and we'll hit up on uh, some uh, more local sports. We'll hit up on the uh, uh, girls' basketball that happened there last night, the regular season finale, and uh, turn our attention to the uh, postseason. And uh, that's what we're taking a look at coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. 
Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Join us in Memorial Stadium as we honor 100 years of tradition and continue to create memories for the future. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th. Experience more cherished moments in Memorial Stadium this season and lock in your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Around here at Wrangler, we are all excited for spring. The longer days, the warmer nights. When you've got your pick of shorts and jeans, either works just fine. Because comfort keeps us going. So grab your family, your friends, and your Wrangler layers for some fresh air adventures together. Blue skies, open roads. Wrangler, for the ride of life. The new year is here. Time for change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand fields of IT, cybersecurity, and AI with My Computer Career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's going to be caught! In for a touchdown! No! On 98.9 The Game. No! Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports, local basketball that happened there uh, last night as the uh, regular season uh, comes to a close for girls basketball there yesterday evening. And we had a senior night there in Altamont as it was the uh, Paris Tigers uh, come into town. And uh, Paris comes away with the uh, 10-point victory over Altamont and the Indians had a great start as they actually jumped out to the early 11-6 lead there in the first quarter but then Paris came back there in the second period and ramped up the defense there as well and they also protected the basketball as well they outscored Altamont there 22-8 to to end up taking the lead uh, there at halftime and then uh, Altamont in the second half made some adjustments uh, there and uh, Paris had a great game plan uh, there and was a uh, good on their uh, defense and uh, didn't uh, really allow uh, Nelson a whole lot of room to operate uh, there and uh, you know Grace had uh, 20 points in the uh, game uh, there last night and uh, Paris I thought uh, was good defensively uh, there and uh, Coach Carr in the post game was uh, very complimentary about uh, Coach Tingley. Uh, there for uh, Paris, as I mentioned, he's a Hall of Famer uh, there going into this year's class in the Coaches Association mm-hmm. uh, Hall of Fame and uh, proved it there as Altamont did come back in the uh, second half as they cut it down to a one-possession game at one point, but then uh, Paris immediately hit a big three. I think it was Watson who hit that big three to kind of extend the lead to like five, I want to say, 
there at that point, and then Paris never really really looked back. Uh, Altima uh, prolonged the game and uh, got him at the free throw line a lot in the uh, fourth quarter to uh, uh, try to claw all the way back. Uh, Grunlow hit a big three uh, to cut the deficit to eight in the fourth quarter, but uh, ultimately couldn't get come all the way back uh, there on senior night uh, there for the uh, four seniors. Uh, there for Altamont, Grace Nelson honored, as well as uh, Claire Bame, Peyton Osteen, and Brianna Grunlow, mm-hmm. as well, the four seniors for Altamont. But it was Paris coming away with the win, 19-10, on the season are the uh, Paris Tigers headed into the uh, postseason in Altamont. Uh, and it was the postseason uh, dropping a couple of games uh, back-to-back. And uh, they are the two seed there in Dietrich next week. And uh, they'll be taking on the winner of this weekend's matchup between Nioga and Sarah Gordo on Monday to start their postseason 22-6 and six for Altamont. Uh, last night, as well as uh, Newton get the victory over uh, St. Anthony of 59-50, to uh, 50, as uh, St. Anthony actually had the uh, one-point lead after one quarter. Then Newton outscored him 13-12 to 12 to uh, tie it up there at the half. They outscored uh, the Bulldogs by one in the third, and then uh, they won it into the fourth quarter and extended that lead uh, there and ended up winning by nine there for the Eagles. Uh, Cameron Martin had 18 points, uh, Bartholomew, had 14, and Chris Martin had a 13. Uh, Therefore, uh, Newton and both uh, for St. Anthony, uh, Stacey Vonderheide had a 20 points. Nancy Ruall had a 20 points as well, and uh, that was uh, significant there last night because uh, Ruhal scored her 1,000th point of her career already, and she's only a sophomore, folks. So wow. uh, plenty more uh, to come mm-hmm. for number 11. Uh, they're impressive. As a sophomore, very impressive. One thousand points already. Absolutely, and and more to come. Yeah, more to come for sure. I uh, can fill it up. Counting Eric Beach City one over Ramsey, fifty-four to a thirty-two. Counting off to a, a good lead, twenty-three to seven. After the uh, first quarter, and they never really looked back. They outscored him though in the third quarter, though ten to one. Uh, there to kind of put up any uh, sort of comeback there for the Rams. Uh, Stuckemeyer. Had a 13, and Rodman also in double figures for the Bobcats. She had 11 uh, there. Here's Arcola getting the win over in Yoga, 59 to a 53 to close out of the regular season there. Uh, Sandoval won over South Central, 59 to a 46. FEM won in their regular season finale against Mount Zion, 38 to a 29. Uh, FEM got out to a good lead, 13 to a 5 there. Mount Zion kind of. Stayed with them the rest of the way there, but uh, FEM was able to uh, do enough there to uh, win. Uh, Wolf had 13 points to uh, lead the Hearts, and Donaldson had 17. Uh, Denver Anderson, the only brave in double figures, though. Uh, she had 11 uh, there to uh, lead the way for uh, Mount Zion uh, mm-hmm. there in the loss last night. And... That closes out the uh, regular season for uh, the FEM uh, girls as they uh, close out the uh, regular season 26-4 and a four on the year uh, there, and they'll be starting postseason play next week. Uh, Mattoon also got the uh, victory over Charleston at 53-20-2. Lincoln Prairie last night, we had a normal Calvary Christian win over Unity Christian 39-30. 
University High School over Blue Ridge, 23-18. And Maria Forsyth over Argenta, 57-31. Mount Carmel won over Wayne City, 57-23. Central Illinois Conference, you had Clinton over Decatur St. Teresa, 50-44. And a Tuscola, they are now... The uh, CIC uh, champs, no three-way tie here Good. as uh, Tuscola wins 39-34 to take the conference championship. Uh, they're both in the tournament and the regular season. Uh, they're for the Warriors. Good. Head into the postseason. I'm glad, Travis, we don't have to worry about figuring out what's going on We don't on have there. to go to point differential. Oh, thank and, goodness. <laughs> any tiebreakers. That makes uh, me happy. There. So, uh, Tuscola winner there in the CIC uh, and in the South Central. Uh, we had a North Mac, or, yeah, North Mac falling against uh, Staunton, 62-37. Uh, Carlinville over Litchfield, 47-29. Gillespie over Pena, 52-16. to and we also had a Greenville over Hillsboro in a close one, 41 to 39. And we had a Vandalia over Piasol, 41 to 24. Uh, there was the uh, final and uh, the uh, final standings in the girls basketball and the uh, South Central Staunton uh, finishes with an 8 and 1 record. Uh, so uh, no crazy tiebreakers here either mm -hmm. as well. So Staunton. Uh, conference champs as well. Boys basketball uh, last night, we had uh, Dietrich went over Tri-County 72-42 to as uh, Dietrich scored uh, 20 points in the first, second, and uh, third uh, quarters uh, there as 21-9, to the Maroons had the lead. And I think virtually everyone got in the scoring book uh, here for uh, Dietrich. I know I wrote down a lot of names here on the uh, <laughs> uh, scorebook as uh, Gephardt had 17. Wessendorf had uh, 16 points there. Keck was close to double figures there with nine uh, points there for the Maroons, picking up the uh, W there. And we also had Meekin Meridian over Hardin County, 84-56. to 56. Junior high boys basketball from uh, last night in the uh, Class 1A state tournament at East Peoria. Uh, we had in the third place game Augusta Southeastern winning over Sigel St. Michael 49-34 to there. Uh, so Sigel settles for fourth place uh, there in uh, seventh grade. And in the Class 2A state tournament there in Macon uh, Meridian High School, uh, St. Anthony took home the uh, championship uh, there. And they won that one 20-25. So congratulations there to uh, St. Anthony for Absolutely. taking home the uh, state championship. Yep. Seventh grade boys basketball uh, there at the 2A level. Uh, let's see. Uh, they ended the season 26 or 27-2 and two nice. on the air. That was the team that they beat. They were undefeated wow. previously. Congratulations. So Great job. St. Anthony in the win in seventh grade. Yep. Uh, so a local sports uh, for uh, today in uh, boys basketball in the NTC. We got Neoga at OPH, Mulberry Grove at South Central, wins two straws hosting Cowdenherrick Beecher City. And we also have a rematch of the third place game in the NTC tournament. It's a St. Elmo, Brownstown against Altamont in Altamont there. And, of course, we'll have coverage for you over on uh, Jack FM and – Altamont got the uh, comeback victory on that day in the third-place game. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see what happens uh, here in uh, this one yep. in the regular season matchup. Like I mentioned, a lot of heavy hitters left on the Altamont schedule mm -hmm. uh, here, including this one. 
Don't want to overlook the Eagles. No. Uh, there with tomorrow's matchup looming, bub, uh, especially with the NTC game yeah, as Very well. important, yes. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, tonight. Uh, St. Elmo. Altamont. Uh, in the Apollo, we got a Charleston at Marshall, Muhammad Seymour at Taylorville, Mount Zion hosting a Mattoon, Lincoln Prairie, you got Arcola at Villa Grove, Argenta at Oka Valley, Arthur hosting Sullivan, a Tri County at Saragordo, Blue Ridge at Heritage, and a game that's over on a WSCRA is where Eric will be in Decatur at Unity Christian. It's a Cumberland coming to town. With a time change, 6 o'clock for that one. Varsity only game. Six o'clock, Cumberland Indicator Unity. So six tune o'clock. in to WCRA at six o'clock. We'll have uh, the tip off there uh, up in Decatur. Uh, very well, six o'clock. So uh, just got that down yesterday from Coach Radel. Gotcha. Hey, we're just changing it to a varsity only game. So six o'clock start time. Alrighty, so uh, tune in there over on a WCRA. A little line night tonight. We got a couple of good ones here. You got Paris at Mouse Carmel, Red Hill at Robinson, Casey Westfield at Lawrenceville. And Newton hosting Olney in their regular season uh, matchup uh, there. So uh, that's a good one mm-hmm. Newton tonight. Decatur mm-hmm. uh, St. Teresa is at Tuscola. Clinton hosting Central A&M. Warrensburg Latham at uh, Shelbyville. Uh, South Central Conference closes out here with a Vandalia at Greenville. Piasol hosting Carlinville. Gillespie at Pena. Litchfield at Staunton. And Hillsboro at North Mac this evening as well. And we also have uh, some uh, girls postseason uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll have uh, all the uh, schedule up on the uh, website uh, later on uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow morning uh, there. But uh, we're looking at that Dietrich Regional in uh, 1A and uh, St. Anthony Regional as well. Uh, Sarah Gordo is at Nioga at 6 o'clock tomorrow. And the 10 seed at Red Hill is at Dietrich, the 5 seed, at 1 o'clock tomorrow. In the St. Anthony uh, Regional, it's the 11th seed, a Unity Christian at the 7th seed, Cowden, Herrick, Beecher City at 1 o'clock. In Argenta, the 12th seed is at the 6th seed, Windsor Sioux Straws at 1 o'clock as well in the uh, St. Anthony uh, Regional. Uh, there, uh, Centralia, Chrysler Rock, Lutheran Regional. You have the 10th seed, Ramsey at the 5th seed, and North Clay at 2 o'clock there. Uh, Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo. Uh, the three seed hosting the 13 seed Bunker Hill in the Mount Olive uh, Regional at one o'clock. Uh, you also got in 2A Lawrenceville Regional, uh, the uh, 11 seed Lawrenceville at the nine seed Cumberland, and uh, that's going to be at a 10 a.m. Uh, there. Uh, let's see here, uh, other ones out there. You got Newton in action at one o'clock in the uh, Fairfield uh, Regional tomorrow. Vandalia at the Breeze Modern Day Regional at Greenville. At 1 o'clock there. And uh, we also have uh, Salem and uh, Troy Triad at 1 o'clock there in the uh, Salem Regional. That winner will take on Effingham in uh, their uh, matchup on Monday uh, there as well. So, uh, like I mentioned, I just kind of skimmed over uh, the schedule, but uh, you can check it out on the website Mm -hmm. as well. We we have the whole entire uh, girls' postseason schedule up there. Uh, in a boys basketball, we got also a busy uh, day there in Warrensburg Latham uh, tomorrow as uh, the NTC CIC shootout is there starting at 10 a.m. Central A&M against North Clay, County Herrick Beecher City against Sullivan. Following that, Shelbyville against Dietrich. That's an amazing matchup yes, right there at 1 o'clock. St. Anthony will be in action at 2.30 against Nokomis. Uh, Bloomington Central Catholic will be in, against Casey at 4. Macon Meridian against Nioga. 
Warrensboro Latham against St. Elmo. And uh, the game that's over on uh, Jack FM. Late night for me there in Warrensburg. 8.30 will be uh, the scheduled tip-off for Altamont and uh, Tuscola. Hopefully this doesn't go four overtimes this time around. No. Tipping off at 8.30. <laughs> Hopefully not, but for your sake. It is a uh, always a epic game between uh, these two, no matter boys, girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls were, was highly entertaining, and, of course, the four overtime game last year was amazing uh, as well. So uh, we'll see what's in store for this matchup uh, tomorrow in Wardsburg. Uh, also, it's Topless is hosting a shootout as well. You got Matt Toon there at uh, 12.30, Robinson against Troy at 2. FEM is against Alden at 3.30, and then Topless is at Normal Univer- or against Normal University mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock to uh, close out the uh, shootout there. And we also have some junior high boys basketball as well at the uh, state tournament at the 8th grade level. Uh, in Class 1A, uh, you got Pena Sacred Heart against Ottawa Marquette at 2.30. If Payne wins, they'll play again at a 6.30 in the 2A state tournament. Central A&M against Havana at 1 o'clock. If A&M wins, they'll play at a 6.30 again in the 3A state tournament at Tolono Unity High School. Totopolis is against East St. Louis Lincoln at 1 o'clock. And if Totopolis is victorious, they'll play again at 6.30. And then Muhammad at the 4A state tournament at Taylorville will be against Prairie Hills at 2.30. And if they win, they'll also play again at a 6.30 uh, there as well in the state tournament at the 8th grade level tomorrow. So busy, busy day of sports this weekend mm-hmm. locally uh, there. All right, we move along here, and we continue with the uh, postseason uh, theme as we'll take a look at the uh, seeds that came out there yesterday in the high school basketball, boys basketball postseason, and we'll take a look at that coming up next here on the Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats, here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have baby back ribs for $3.49 per pound, and our heat and serve pulled pork for just $5.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. I'm Alice Hatcher. And I'm Jonna Schultz with Effingham Animal Rescue Sanctuary. Hey, animal lovers. Do you know you can make a real difference in the lives of our furry friends? Volunteer with your local animal organization. They need your passion and your time to care for and protect animals in need. Whether it's walking dogs, helping at an adoption event, or assisting with daily care, every effort counts. Join us in creating a better world for animals. Volunteer today and be the hero that they need. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Networks make it possible to share data from lots of places, like a bird sanctuary. 
Good eye. There is a typo. Thanks. But to make them powerful enough to deliver new opportunities at the edge, you need CDW and Aruba. CDW experts can help design and implement an Aruba Edge Services platform, which unifies, secures, and automates network environments everywhere, so you can translate data into innovation. Sorry, do you mind? This is confidential. Aruba makes visibility at the edge possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Aruba. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. And now... Now, here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats, and I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay. Never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The St. Louis Blues begin the second half of the season with a game against the Buffalo Sabres at Key Bank Center tomorrow. Blues won four of their last five games before the All-Star break, but they lost their most recent contest against Columbus 1-0. St. Louis tied for fourth in the Central with 54 points. A 26-21-2 record tomorrow's game begins at noon. College basketball from yesterday. Southeast Missouri State beat Tennessee Tech as Western Illinois being edged out by Little Rock 63-60. Eastern Illinois took down Southern Indiana 81-71. SAU Evertsville fell to Moorhead State. Lindenwood lost to Tennessee State. Tomorrow, Lindenwood will host Tennessee Tech. Missouri State welcomes Indiana State. Southeast Missouri State is at home against Tennessee State. Southern Illinois has a home game against Illinois State. Eastern Illinois will visit Moorhead State. SAU Edwardsville is at Southern Indiana. And Western Illinois will host UT Martin. The Bulls powered through the fourth quarter, take down the Memphis Grizzlies 118-110 to at the FedEx Forum. DeMar DeRozan led Chicago with 30 points and 8 rebounds. Andre Drummond and uh, Vucevic each recorded a double-double in the win. Drummond came off the bench for a total of 21 points and 13 rebounds, while Vucevic finished with 20 points and 10 boards. The Bulls have won three of their four to improve to 25-27. and 27. Remain ninth in the Eastern Conference, they visit Orlando tomorrow night. The Blackhawks try to snap a five-game losing streak when they host the New York Rangers at the United Center tonight. The Hawks begin the second half of the season with a 2-1 loss to the Wild on Wednesday. Chicago is last in the Central Division. Welcome back here to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center reads there. And uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, seeds there that uh, dropped yesterday. As, of course, we have a lot of teams involved in the uh, St. Anthony uh, sectional, with the uh, super sectional being at EIU. In a subsectional A, we had uh, St. Anthony revealed as the uh, number one overall seed uh, there. Tuscola was the uh, two. Casey Westfield is the uh, three. Arcola, four. Okaw Valley, five. Nicomas, Windsor Stu Straws, Villa Grove, Central A&M, CHBC, Nioga, Martinsville, Chrisman, Tri-County, Ramsey, and Heritage round out the uh, seeds there. Um, there as KZ and Okaw Valley will mm-hmm. be the host sites uh, there. So, uh, you know, no real surprise there was Santhi and Tuscola. No, 
Me and the two top ones. But Travis, I will say this: I don't think any of the top five can win this. The sure. subsectional. Yeah, and I mean, you got the two teams at the top of the LPC. Yep. Oka Valley and Arcola there. Yep. As well, they might have still to, yet to play each other. Don't yeah. That. Say yeah, that's gonna go Just down regular season. Go down next week. Um, so uh, we'll be looking out uh, for uh, that matchup, and we'll be uh, looking out how the path to a potential San Anthony Tuscola matchup later on down the line could potentially look like, or if someone's going to spoil the party there. In a subsectional B, the number one overall seed went to a Dietrich here as the two seed went to Altamont, uh, the three seed a Weber, four seed a Chrysler Rock Lutheran, a five seed a St. Elmo Brownstown, Grayville, North Clay, Sisney, Edwards County, South Central, Red Hill, Wayne City, Patoka, Sandoval, and Mulberry Grove round out of the uh, subsectional list, and Altamont and Edwards County will be the host sites there. And again, I think the top two in this one are favored, but as you said earlier, Travis, don't sleep on St. Elmo. Yeah. That's a tough team at five. Oh, yeah. Five seed there. And North Clay, if Altamont has to face North Clay, they always seem to have problems with the Cardinals. Except for their last matchup. Except for the last time they faced off, that's for sure. <laughs> but North Clay has been playing a lot better. And uh, it won't be at North Clay, so that'll help out. That, that will help, it seems like. Yes. Uh, but uh, we'll just uh, see how it all shakes out uh, there. And Dietrich out tomorrow won't see each other in a regional final uh, there. So mm-hmm. uh, I like that. Uh, there, uh, let's see here in uh, 1A up there in the uh, uh, Salt Fork sectional. Uh, you see a couple of other LPC teams. Argenta there drew the two seed in subsectional B. They'll be hosting their own regional as well. And Salt Fork will be the host there as well. Uh, Farmer City Blue Ridge got number seven. Sarah Gordo got uh, the uh, ninth seed there. And Unity Christian drew the 15th seed. Mm-hmm. They're in uh, that regional. Uh, they're at 1A, and I don't think we had any more nope. at 1A. Nope. Uh, in a 2A, the uh, Shelbyville uh, sectional, uh, subsectional A, the number one overall seed went to uh, Lawrenceville. Uh, Topolis is the uh, two seed. Newton is the three. Uh, Flora, or Fairfield, is the four. Flora is the five. Robinson, Mount Carmel, Vandalia, Marshall, Paris, Cumberland is the eleven. And OPH is the uh, 12 in subsectional A with Vandalia and a Newton, the host sites of the regionals. And again, I think the top four or five are, are kind of the, the ones to, to pick in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I would agree there. And look at Lawrenceville, number one overall seed. Yeah, how about uh, that? There. Uh, subsectional B uh, down there, you got a Tolona Unity, the one, St. Joe Ogden, the uh, two, and we'll be hosting a regional. Uh, Shelbyville, the uh, CIC uh, front runner there. They uh, get the uh, three seed. Uh, Moreau Forsyth, the four. Warrensville Latham, the five. Monticello, the other host site, uh, is the six. Macon Meridian, Oakwood, Sullivan, Westville, Pena, and Arthur round out the 11 and 12 seeds there in a subsectional B. On the other side of the uh, bracket in the Benton sec- sectional, you got the two breezes. Uh, over there with Bree Central being the number one overall uh, there and hosting their regional in Columbia is the other host site and Bree's Modern Day drew the seven uh, seed there into a... I'm rather surprised, Travis. Sullivan at nine? Mm-hmm. Sitting at 19 and seven on the year? 
Yeah. And it's yeah, only good enough say, for a nine seed? Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that they were a little bit better record-wise. That's a dangerous nine. Hmm. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That, either that is absolutely a loaded subsectional that we don't know as much about as we need to, and we'll be doing research on this weekend leading into the start <laughs> of the postseason, or they got that one wrong. Eh, which I'm sure, I'm sure it is. I mean, Toleno's always up there. Moreau is always up there. St. Joe's. Shelby so. good. Well, yeah, so, I mean, it definitely is loaded. I wonder if it's a, a competition thing, mm, looking at who's uh, they, who well. they faced. Yep, disrespecting the LPC. Uh, what's new? Uh, what's new? <laughs> doesn't matter. Football, basketball, it doesn't disrespect matter. all around. <laughs> it does not matter. Uh, the uh, Beardstown uh, sectional has a lot of uh, South Central teams in it here. Uh, Auburn drew the uh, number one overall seed in the subsectional B. All Marquette, Roxana, Greenville was the highest South Central team at four. Litchfield, the five. Piasol, the six. North Mac, the seven. Hillsborough, eight. Uh, Staunton, nine. Carlinville, ten. Gillespie, 11. And East Saltwood River at the 12 with North Mac and Roxana, the host sites there. That uh, subsectional just be called the South Central Conference Tournament. I mean, basically. I mean, minus Vandalia. Yeah. Didn't Roxana used to be a part used of the to conference, be. Yep. too? So, yep. right there. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then in uh, 3A, uh, we had a lot of the Apollo teams here in the uh, super sectional involved in the uh, Springfield Bank of Springfield Center. Uh, there we had some sprinkled in the Troy Triad sectional. Uh, Centralia is the number one overall seed there. Mount Vernon, the two. Olney is the uh, three. Uh, Mattoon is the seven. Uh, Charleston, the eight. Salem, nine. Effingham draws the ten. And the two host sites is Marion and a Charleston there for the originals uh, there in uh, that one. And we also have on the other side the Lincoln uh, sectional. Uh, Lincoln uh, drew the uh, number one overall seed in subsectional A. Chatham Glidwood, a Springfield, a Lamphere are the two host sites in there, two and three in that one. And Taylorville is the nine in that one. And subsectional B, Mount Zion, of course, drew the number one overall seed there in that subsectional. Uh, Decatur, Eisenhower, Danville, the two host sites are the six and eight seeds, respectively. And Muhammad Seymour is the five seed uh, there in that subsectional. And uh, let's see, yeah, I think that's it for 3A. Yep. Uh, there. So uh, brackets will be revealed later on today. IHSA website it says about 4 p.m. Uh, today for the uh, brackets. So we'll be on the lookout. Uh, we'll be on the lookout. We'll tell you about them uh, tonight and be on the lookout next week for the schedule on our website, fmradio.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so we're up against the clock here and we need to close things out uh, to talk about some uh, college basketball this weekend. And so that's what we're doing uh, to uh, close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. 
in Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Progressive asks, what do a diehard fan watching the game at home? A poorly placed good luck candle. Don't let me down, candle. A last second improbable win. Yes! <laughs> and flammable sports-themed curtains have in common. Oh, oh, geez. Whoa, whoa. They can scorch your big win high and your beloved sports memorabilia. Not my unwashed 1997 game-worn jersey. This is what made Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings. Our company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 120,000 miles of night drives, daily commutes, and who knows how many. Are we there yet? Through countless fixes, elbow grease, and a new radiator, you kept your ride alive. With eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now... Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at four and five, while the Gamecocks are five and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. I definitely wrote that down to uh, <laughs> save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9 The Game. up here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a little bit longer. Let's close it out. I'm talking about some uh, basketball, college basketball here. As Man, it's a shame, but in overtime, FAU took the loss last night to uh, UNAB at 76-73 in overtime. Yeah. Owls, fifth loss of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if that game went into overtime, then you'd love the Arizona-Utah game. It went in a triple overtime. Oh, boy. 105-99, Arizona ended up pulling it out there in the third overtime over Utah. So, what a game. Game and a half. Yeah, three OTs. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was the two games in the uh, top 25 uh, last night there. And uh, Penn State got a victory over Iowa, 89-79 on the boys' side or the men's side. I guess you'd say I don't mm-hmm. know why I keep calling it boys. I That's guess what you do in high school. Yeah, I guess I'm just in that mentality mm-hmm. uh, there. But uh, let's take a look at action for this weekend uh, tonight. Number 18 at Dayton is against uh, VCU. Number 24 San Diego State is at Nevada. Uh, there in uh, in the Big Ten takes the Friday off, so no matchups there. And uh, Saturday's the schedule is uh, stacked in the uh, top 25. I know game day is going to be in uh, Kansas as uh, number four Kansas will be host number 13 of yep. Baylor. They're at Allen Fieldhouse, but uh, stacked day here. Number one, UConn is at Georgetown. Uh, number 11, Wisconsin is at the Rack at Rutgers. Number 16, Alabama at LSU. 19, Creighton at Xavier. Vanderbilt at number 15, South Carolina. Boston College at number 9, Duke. TCU at number 14, Iowa State. Number 12, Auburn at Florida. 
Number three, North Carolina at Miami. Number five, Houston against Cincinnati. They're in Cincy. George, uh, Gonzaga, I almost said Georgetown. No. Uh, Gonzaga at number 17 in Kentucky. So Gonzaga putting a tough team on the schedule there. Yeah, that's Kentucky. why they're 17 and 6 this On the year. road, yeah. They're in trouble missing the tournament, Travis, for the first time in Uh-oh. 26 years. Uh-oh. Uh, UCF is now number 23 at Texas Tech. St. John's at number 7, Marquette, Indiana at number 2, Purdue in that rivalry game. And at number 6, Tennessee at Texas A&M. Uh, number eight, Arizona at uh, Colorado there. And, of course, uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock will be the uh, tip-off. Our coverage will begin at noon, and it is Illinois versus Sparty, Michigan State. there in the uh, Breslin Center tomorrow afternoon. And, uh, of course, uh, Illinois I got the uh, victory previously in uh, Champaign mm-hmm. uh, there on uh, January 11th against Michigan State, 71-68 was the final there in Champaign. So we'll see what happens this time around. I'm going to make a bold prediction, Travis. And no, it does not have to do with the Illini. Although, if you want to read into it, maybe you can. I don't know. Two top ten teams are going down this weekend. Two top ten. Two of them. Okay. not telling you who, but two top ten teams, I think, are going to go down this weekend. Okay. So we'll we'll see. And uh, Wisconsin's just out of the top ten, so it can't be them. Nope. Uh, but Illinois with that loss uh, by Wisconsin the other night in a second place, sole possession of second place in, in the uh, Big Ten as well. Uh, Maryland is also at Ohio State, Michigan at Nebraska, as well as that Indiana-Purdue game uh, there. Uh, the matchups on a Sunday, Penn State is at Northwestern, Minnesota is at Iowa uh, there in the uh, Big Ten slate for a Sunday. Any good ones? No. no, FAU against Wichita State on a <laughs> Sunday. Not have any good basketball games when the game's going on. Sometimes the Illini have a game. On I know, a, and that really messes with things <laughs> on the Super Bowl. So, uh, of course, it's uh, the waste management as well this weekend on the golf side of things. But uh, the Sports Spectacular, powered by the IlliniGuys.com, will have more to say about this Illini and Michigan State game. Uh, tomorrow coming up here shortly. Uh, but we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast and we'll explore more things uh, Super Bowl as we'll take a look at our preseason picks and how we did there and we'll also uh, be getting to pick them as well for the uh, big game there. And we got prop bets too. We do. So we'll take a look at those as well, bub. Uh, that'll do it uh, for us. Have a, a good weekend, and we'll talk to you again on Monday, and we'll see who is raising the Lombardi Trophy, and we will talk to you uh, then. So have a, a good weekend, and enjoy the uh, Super Bowl, and have a good one. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting a lineup here in the uh, podcast. Uh, coming up, we got some uh, Super Bowl to uh, talk. We got to pick the game. We got to take a look at our uh, preseason uh, picks on how well we did and how bad we did. I guess is maybe mm. the more appropriate mm-hmm. uh, answer there. 
And we also uh, got to uh, take a look at some uh, special prop bets as well. We always like to take a look at that. Yep. Some of those are interesting as well. And we'll see whatever else we can come with Yep. Uh, here on the uh, on the pod as well. Mm-hmm. Is there anything uh, from SportsCenter you want yeah, to hit on? Yeah, let's go. Well, the Cowboys have decided who's going to run their defense next season. NFL Network reports Dallas is hiring former Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer as the team's new defensive coordinator. Zimmer previously worked as a defensive coordinator for Dallas from 2000 to 2006. As Zimmer, the 6'7 year old, has not had an NFL job since serving as the head coach of the Vikings from 2014 to 2021. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Not the exciting hire that Dallas is going to make? Yep, sure is. You want to know why they hired him? Why? He's not a threat to become the head coach. No. Yep. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are exploring options for a new interim home stadium. The A's lease at Oakland Coliseum expires after the 2024 season, so the team and league have been looking into places to play until their stadium in Las Vegas is completed. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred did comment on potential cities that the league and franchise were exploring. ESPN reports that staying in Oakland or move to either Sacramento or Salt Lake City are all possible. Manfred also stated that he would be disappointed if the league did not reach its goal of opening the new stadium in Las Vegas on opening day 2028. Mm. I mean, if those are the options, like obviously staying in Oakland should be one. Sacramento wouldn't be bad. No. I mean, yeah, at least, at least you're staying in Cali. Yeah, you're staying in the state. Yep. Yep. College football playoff selection committee is making a change heading into the first season of the 12-team playoff. The college football playoff announced that Michigan Athletic Director Word Manuel has been named the new chair of the selection committee. Manuel, who played defensive end at Michigan from 86 to 89, will replace NC State Athletic Director Bo Kerrigan. Kerrigan's term expired following two seasons as the group chair. In other news, former Minnesota Vikings offensive lineman Randall McDaniel was named as one of the six new members of the 13-member group that will select who will compete in the playoff. Travis, do you want to know why they picked him as the new uh, chair? Why? Because there ain't no way Michigan's making it back to the playoffs, so it's okay. <laughs> He's going to be unbiased. Yeah, that's true. So there's that. Um, let's see. Uh, I saw you had that pulled open. I was going to bring that up about Bill O'Brien. <laughs> we just we just said yesterday. <laughs> what is going on with yep, this guy? We just said yesterday he's going to be in charge of calling plays for Ohio State. Er, nope, he's going to uh, Boston College. <laughs> so. Uh. I I can't figure it out. I what I last month he was hired as the yep. Ohio State OC, yep. and then uh, the other day Coach Day said he was going to be the play caller, mm-hmm. and that he's not going to Boston College. Mm-hmm. And then today, uh, it's expected that he's going to be the new head coach of Boston yep. College. Yep. <laughs> oh man, it makes no sense. But one man. of three candidates to travel to Massachusetts for in-person interviews on Thursday. So, uh, formal announcement are both expected. Mm. Well, yeah, I you got me on this one, Travis. That's all I'm going to say. You got me on this one. Jeez. Um, the medals for the Paris 2024 Olympics, Travis, mm-hmm. will include a small piece of iron from the Eiffel Tower. The country is including the hexagonal piece to mark 100 years since Paris last hosted the Olympic Games. The iron chunks come from pieces removed tower over tower over various renovations in the last century. Organization that oversees the Eiffel Tower donated them to the Paris Olympic Committee. That is awesome. Hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to have a piece of uh, the Eiffel Tower in there? Yeah. 
And uh, all right, we we got a, we got a couple more here. Hold on, let me scroll back up to the top here. Um, you mentioned the Phoenix Open, Travis. It was delayed yesterday yeah, due to weather. Um, delayed this morning as well due to frost, but now they are back on the course. So frost, otherwise known by the way, the Phoenix Open, known as the People's Open. In case you didn't know that, hmm. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, I knew that they got pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, there with the party hole and when the gates open, everyone mm-hmm. flocks to that hole. Yep. Um, we already mentioned that the NFL will be playing in Spain next year. Uh, they'll be playing in the home of Real Madrid. So mm. going to host the game mm. during the 2025 season. So the 2024 season, will see games played in London and Munich as well as in Brazil in 2025. Going to go to Spain, Travis. Let's just Spain everywhere. Everywhere Spain. that doesn't want us. Girl Travis, you want to feel good about yourself? You want to feel good about something? Yeah. Spring training is getting underway. Pitchers and catchers for the Dodgers are reporting to camp today. Wow, today. Today. It's mm-hmm. believed to be the first time an MLB team has had pitchers and catchers report to camp before the Super Bowl. Wow, yeah. Padres pitchers and catchers early. will report on Sunday. The two teams are set to open the 2024 season March 20th in South Korea. So that's why oh, they're I starting say, I guess that's why. so early. So. But, yes, doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah, baseball's on its baseball's way back. Baseball's on its way. And I want to know where spring training is going to be for the free agent team that's still out there. I mean, that's a heck of a team exactly. that's still out there. I mean, Snell and Bellinger and mm-hmm. you know, Brandon There's a Bellinger lot of good and, ones. Yeah, they're just they're sitting there. So I, I, I can't wait to see where their spring training is going to be held. Florida, huh. Arizona, I'll have to wait and see. Me in the middle. Yeah, maybe Texas. Texas. <laughs> Speaking of Texas, Travis, Texas uh-huh. A&M. It's yep. taking over an old Macy's store in a shopping mall with plans to convert it into an e-sports facility. Hmm. It has enough space for hundreds of video game stations as well as a retail space and a restaurant. The Macy's has been closed since 2021. They sold it for $7 million. $7 million. $7 million, that's it. To have an old Macy's hmm. turned into a, now going to turn it into an e-sports facility. These are what old malls are going to become now. Hey, there's one here in Effingham. <laughs> Just saying. An eSports. eSports. A drone racing course. There you go. Now you're thinking. <laughs> and Travis, mm-hmm. Super Bowl 58 isn't the only big game this Sunday. No? The Puppy Bowl will air for the 20th year. One of the nation's largest pet adoption events. Cute, clumsy, playful puppies will steal the show before the big game. Nancy Willis of the Humane Society of Silicon Valley says two teams, Team Rough and Team Fluff, We'll have a to drag a toy into either end zone to score a touchdown. Over 130 puppies are playing in this year's Puppy Bowl. The show, however, is filmed in the fall, so most of the puppies are usually adopted by the time it airs. But Willis says animals just like the ones on the show can be found at any shelter at any time. The adorable game full of fur and puppy dog tails airs Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Animal Planet. The pregame show, by the way, begins at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Rough and fluff. Team Rough and Fluff. And there is actually a uh, – I'm not going to be able to find it now. There is a, a prop bet um, about the Puppy Bowl. Well, of course there is. Um, but you oh, got to have prop bets about everything. Of course, I can't find it now. But, <laughs> um, oh, uh, one of the – who is going to win the MVP? And uh, one of the, the puppies is Bark Purdy. Uh, so plus 3,000 for him to win the MVP. It's probably so. Probably a good, good bet right there. I like that. Yeah, I figured you would. So, <laughs> that is your uh, sports center, Travis. 
That's your sports center. All right. So uh, there was a couple of other things that I wanted to uh, touch on here before we move to the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, there, uh, Corey Kluber's retiring. Yeah, I saw that. Two-time AL Cy Young Award winner. Kluber is hanging up the spikes. So, no more Corey Kluber. Yep. And uh, also, uh, I didn't want to get a lot into the NBA, but uh, the Nuggets did uh, uh, spoil the festivities uh, there last night. Uh, 114-106. Uh, the Nuggets won in the late minutes, hold off the uh, Lakers uh, there. Uh, they unveiled the uh, Kobe statue mm-hmm. uh, there, and they also announced that Kobe is going to get this statue outside of Crypto.com Arena, as well as two other statues that will later be uh, unveiled. And uh, this one is uh, him in his number eight jersey, and he was walking off the floor after his 81-point uh, game mm-hmm. against the Raptors all those years ago. There are plans to unveil another statue uh, in, in his 24 jersey and another statue at a later date uh, with his daughter as well, him and his daughter outside of the arena as well. So Kobe gets not one statue, but three outside of Crypto.com Arena. I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, yeah. I mean. I was like, three? Yeah. Wow. It's a, a little overboard. No. Travis, uh, you you mentioned there about um, you didn't want to talk too much NBA. Uh huh. And I I will agree with you except for one thing. Yesterday was the NBA trade deadline. Mm hmm. Chicago Bulls do nothing. They do nothing. What yep. a loser! That franchise is the <laughs> number one loser at the trade deadline. Mm. They did nothing. Now I know they got a win last night. It was against Memphis, but you had so many players that other teams coveted Andre Drummond and Alex Caruso and stuff like that. You are a sub 500 at best at two to three game above 500 team. (laughs) You're not going to make a deep run. So why not empty the cupboards and start over and see what you got, especially when Drummond's going to be a free agent. DeMar DeRozan's going to be a free agent. Like what are we doing here? This mm-hmm. franchise is in utter shambles. It has been for years, and it's never going to get any better. Mm-hmm. Quit being a Bulls fan. It's not going to get any better anytime soon. I know that. No, for sure. No. So I. And going back to the Kobe thing, Travis, I have another bone to pick. Okay. I don't have a problem with the statue. I don't have a problem with the four, five, six, however many statues they want to give Kobe. They want to give him eight statues. Because the number eight, totally understand it. Totally fine. Do you know what annoys me? What? Phil Jackson was there. Hmm. Couldn't show up to the Bulls Hall of Fame ceremony where he got inducted into the Bulls Hall of Fame first class. But for Kobe statue, of course he was there. Mm-hmm. Who won you titles first? <laughs> Who put you on the map, Phil Jackson? It was Chicago. Yeah. Ugh. Drives me nuts. Get out of here, Phil Jackson. Get out of here. Tired of you. Uh, man. Uh, I don't know if that was uh, just the little thing on Twitter that they had. Maybe that was a long time ago. I don't know if MJ was there 
last night or not. I hope not, because that would make me even more <laughs> mad. Uh, I mean, I don't see any pictures. I think it was just... Yeah, I think that was just uh, an old clip uh, as well, I think. So, I thought you were going to talk about... I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, eh, they made my guy look a little skinny. Mm. Uh, but... Mm. But there was last night, but the Nuggets spoil it, spoil the festivities of wearing the Black Mamba jerseys as well. Bulls are back in action tomorrow against the Magic. Great, can't wait to lose. (laughs) Uh, Suns and Warriors are on ABC tomorrow evening as well. Um, you can start the day with the Celtics and uh, Heat for NBA action on the big game, Super Bowl Sunday. So, there you go. That's just what I what I wanted to mention. That's all I got there. I'm counting. Hold on. Travis, I am on... Uh a website where they have the top 50 MLB free agents and if they're signed yet or not. Mm-hmm. There's still 15 out there that are not signed of the top 50 free agents. Wow. What are we doing? Yeah, I know. What I don't understand. Are these players just super greedy and just not wanting to? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but this is getting, I mean, we've had a couple of players that feels like that, you know, kind of straggle along and i of course everyone remembers albert pujols joining the cardinals at training camp and everything like that but mm-hmm. this is extreme it feels like with some of the the top names you know like i said 15 of the top 50 free agents are still unsigned yeah also cubs announced today their spring training roster and of the 19 non-roster invites they did not invite cody ballinger so i was kind of hoping they would yeah I mean, he's not on a roster right now so he could have no. Could have been an invite, but they didn't invite him to spring training, so mm-hmm. <sighs> disappointing. Disappointing. That was a joke, but uh, man. Not a good one. <sighs> oh well. Oh well. We'll see where they join up. Yep. Late in spring training for all of them. Or the beginning of the season. Or the beginning Is that of the season. where we're at? Are we are we talking about uh, someone like a Cody Bellinger or a Blake Snell not signing till the season starts? Yeah. What are we? Oh, I don't like this, Travis. Looks like it. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Because this is going to make the off seasons in the future just keep going on and on and on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very odd. So, uh, one last thing, by the way, and then we can move on to the NFL. Uh, That subsection B of the Shelbyville sectional is loaded. Stacked. I did some research. There are two teams, Travis, in it with below 500 records. That's it. That's it. Two out of the 12 teams. Oof. And that's Arthur and Pena. Wow. Uh, Arthur, 10 and 16. Pena, 7 and 20. Westville, mm-hmm. who is the 10 seed, is 18 and 8. Monticello's 12 and 12, so they're right at 500. Mm-hmm. But playing some good competition, you'd figure. Macon Meridian's 15 and 12. Oakwood's 22 and 7. Yeah. Warrensburg's 16 and 10. 
Murrow Forsyth 16 and 9, Shelbyville 20 and 5, St. Joe Ogden 22 and 6, Sullivan as we talked about 19 and 7, Tono Unity I think has lost two games all season long. <sighs> what a stacked subsection. It is. Wow. That is absurd. Mm-hmm. How it is so and again, there's nothing you can do about it because all those teams are closer to each other than anyone from subsection A. It's not like you can look at it and move a team or two. Like mm-hmm. and if you work like no one is movable from subsection A to B. No. It's just that area is really loaded with good teams Stacked. this year. Yeah. That's crazy. So Lots whoever gets of out ones. of there is gonna have to go through a lot to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But could there possibly be a state champion in there somewhere? Hmm? Ooh. Never know. Maybe. Never know. Iron, isn't that what they say? Iron makes iron? Yep. Yep. So we'll have to wait and see on that. All righty. All right. All right. So uh, we've reached the uh, NFL here. Yep. And we've reached the uh, big game for Pick'em. And we also have reached the point where I went back in the archives, found our picks Mm -hmm. that we made in the preseason. Uh, The playoffs, more specifically, uh, here is what I found here. So we're going to start in the uh, AFC, and we're going to play a few uh, sound bites uh, from our preseason previews and preseason picks. So first up is the uh, AFC playoffs here. I'm just going to say that my uh, number one overall seed is is the champs, is the champs in the West as well, the Chiefs. I have them with the first round by... For my uh, three seed, I also have the uh, North champions, who I picked the uh, Bengals. And then uh, for my uh, six seed, as one of the uh, wild cards, is I have a divisional matchup here. I have the Ravens going up against the Bengals. And just for Eric, my uh, two seed is the Jets. I picked them to win the East, and they're going to fall just short of that number one spot so i have them at number two and uh, for my one of my wild card teams also out west the broncos that's right the broncos get the uh, seven and then uh, i have as the four i have the uh, jaguars i pick them to win the uh, south and then uh, my uh, first wild card team would be uh, at the five seed and i have the uh, bills hmm. Hmm. now that Jets. Yeah. I feel like that's incomplete. Uh-huh. Because Rodgers got hurt four plays into the season. And according to the owner, they didn't have a backup quarterback. So that I don't I don't feel necessarily being completely wrong uh, on that due to the injury, but I was really feeling the Broncos and Sean Payton. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Eight and nines where they finished, didn't even sniff a playoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bengals too. Bengals. Well, Joe Burrow got hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the whole uh, season. Buffalo being a wild card team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ravens at the six. Six. That doesn't look great. No. 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 Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs. Uh, number one seed. Yeah, you were close there. It's what were close. They, three or the four. Yeah, I want to say yeah. Uh, either way. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Not not great. Not great. No. We've had worse. No, we've we've definitely had worse. 
Uh, I think here is yours here. Oh, I can't wait for this. Jacksonville Memphis over Buffalo. That's right. I told you that the Super Bowl window is closed. Jacksonville gets it done. Ravens pulling the upset against the Bengals. And I have the Jets winning over the Broncos. That was the playoffs. Well, I mean, to be fair, Travis, um, the Ravens did make it farther than any of those other teams in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. that you got that one right. Mm-hmm. Got Jacksonville winning in the first round over Buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were not a believer in Buffalo all season long. No, all year. Nope. No respect. Zero. Uh, I was still slightly right on that. They didn't even make the championship. No, but they at least made the playoffs and got a win. Yeah. No, nah, that's true. I have the Chiefs as the one seed. Mm-hmm. I have the Bills as the two taking on the seven seed Ravens, the three seed Bengals taking on the six seed Dolphins, four seed Jags taking on the five seed Chargers. Mm-hmm. I have the Jags winning, I have the Bengals winning, and I have the Bills winning. So you have the Chargers. Oh, wow, okay. Well, I can take back everything I said about you, Travis. <laughs> Chargers fired their coach in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's uh that that's pretty pathetic. Hey, at least I had the Dolphins in. Yeah, the Dolphins. I'll give myself credit for that, but there they are. The rest, uh, the rest <laughs> is bad. Yeah. My uh, divisional round, I have the uh, Jaguars advancing to uh, face the number one seed Chiefs and the Ravens versus the Jets, and I have the uh, Chiefs winning over the Jags and the Jets winning over the Ravens. I got the Jets all the way to the championship. Championship game. Take on the Chiefs. You got half of it right. Mm, yeah. I have the Chiefs versus the Jags, just mm-hmm. as, as you do. I have the Chiefs beating the Jags as well. And then I have the Bills and the Bengals, and I have the Bills beating the Bengals. Mm, yeah. Get revenge for last year. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not, I, I mean, I at least, again, we are even. We each have the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, so we're at least even on that part. The Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. I have Chiefs and Bills, and I also have the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I got them advancing until they completely fall off. I was going to say, off. Travis, don't, don't be. You can't bet against Mahomes, and I like the Jets, but I can't pick them all the way to the Super Bowl. Don't, don't be doing anything <laughs> crazy like me. <laughs> don't be an Eric. I can't do that. Don't be an Eric. Don't be an Eric. <laughs> hey, so we got we got the AFC champs there. Got the AFC. We at least got that got far. It. Yep. I give us each pats on the back for that. It may have not been conventional how we got there. I mean, just like the Chiefs. Yes, exactly like the Chiefs. I'll, I'll take that one. I'll, I'll mark that one up as a win. Yep, we got, win. The, we got the Chiefs. So uh, how did we do on the uh, NFC oh, side? So I have the Eagles as my one seed. I have the 49ers as the one getting the bye. I have 49ers as my two, mm-hmm. taking on the seven-seed Seahawks. My three are the Lions, NFC North champs, taking on the six-seed Chicago Bears. And then I have the four-seed Saints taking on the five-seed Cowboys. That's not good. Saints, Bears, Seahawks. Seahawks. I don't know what I was thinking (laughs) with the Seahawks. What was I? I guess I was a believer in Geno. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a one-year thing. It it was a one-year thing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at least I picked the Lions to win the North. You did. You got that one. Nailed it. Two seed, I have the uh, Cowboys 
I have them taking on the uh, seven seed first wild card team, the Falcons. The three seed, I have the uh, South champions, Panthers, and I have them going up against the second wild card, six seed. Lions and the four seed. I picked them yesterday to win the North. The Bears against the five seed, just missing out on the East. The Eagles. Philly getting the win over the Bears. I know, invoking some bad memories there. Mm-hmm. Won't even bring it up. What you would think of when you first think of that matchup? Oh, I know what I'm. You already brought <laughs> it up, Travis. All right, the double doink. Double doink. Yeah, sorry. And then I have the uh, Cowboys winning over the uh, Falcons. And I have the Lions getting a win in the postseason over the Panthers. So in the divisional round, I have the uh, 49ers against the Eagles and Lions against the Cowboys. Not bad. Two teams from the South. Yeah, that, 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 uh, I'm talking round two, Travis. Not yeah. bad in teams that made it to round two. Yeah, I, I was just kind of ignoring the first round because both of us were absolutely awful that first round. <laughs> Panthers and the Falcons. Panthers, and yeah. The Bears. You were on the Bears train with me. I was. I was. Why? 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 Why do we do this? Panthers. What the? What the hell was I thinking? You were a believer in Bryce, I was Bryce Young. Young. You were a Bryce Young dude. Yeah. Uh, and it was. It, let's be honest. The South was a pull a name out of the hat conference entering yeah. the season. And so, beginning of the year, there were no bad picks of the South. Now, to have a South team win a wild card spot's a little extreme, but <laughs> yes, it was. Some one team had to be there, but you had two, which is that one's the baffling part for me. Bold. You didn't believe in your Rams at all. Oh yeah, no, like I didn't even pull that sound, but I said that we were going to compete for the number one pick. Yeah, and they made the playoffs. We made the playoffs of all things. We didn't believe in the Packers either. <laughs> no, no, but not a big yeah. believer in Jordan Love. Nope. Then nope. Either. Yep. So I have the Lions losing to the Bears. I have the Cowboys beating the Saints, and I have the 49ers beating the Seahawks. So that gives me a divisional round matchup of the one seed Eagles versus the six seed Bears, and the two seed 49ers taking on the five seed Cowboys. I have the 49ers over the Cowboys, and I have the Bears over the Eagles. Oh, my goodness. The Bears. The Bears. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Why? What is wrong with me? You predicted the Bears there. Uh, what is wrong with me? Uh, predicted the Bears. Please tell me you did better. I have the uh, 49ers getting the win over the Eagles, and I have the uh, Cowboys getting the win over the uh, Lions. So it's rivalry and renewed. Voke of the 90s and 80s, 49ers, Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Hmm. Uh, Not quite. Cowboys let me down again. But hey, once again, Travis, we got half of the NFC Championship game picked. Mm-hmm. Yep. I give us props for that. Yeah. I nailed that one. We both did. Yeah, we both said 49ers. Mm-hmm. Let's I see what you I got. I, I think I did. Let's see what you did here. I have for my conference matchup, I have the six-seed Bears and the two-seed 49ers. I got the Bears over the 49ers. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, my. If I'm going to believe, Travis, I'm going to believe. Ooh. They can't do me wrong three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> You 
believer. They can, and they, they will. They can. And they'll continue to. They did Quit that. Quit believing, Eric. Quit trying. They did. <laughs> uh, You're a believer. I, I, what is wrong All with in. Me? All in. Ah, <laughs> uh, seven and ten. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> You believe you believe in them enough to go to the Super Bowl, but you don't believe enough them to win the North. No, no. Uh, so I have the Forty uh, ers winning over the uh, Cowboys. So I have a rematch from the Super Bowl year, a couple years ago hey. with the Chiefs and Forty ers uh, so it would be the cliche thing to uh, take uh, Kansas City here, but I got the 49ers getting revenge, not having any quarterback issues, and I have them completing it as I have them Super Bowl champs. San Francisco back on top. Ah, look at you. Again, unconventional how you got there, mm-hmm. but you got there in the end. I nailed it. Hey, I give you brownie points, and if you weren't already ahead on Pick'em, I'd give you five points. Yeah. But you're already ahead, so there's no point. Nailed the matchup in the preseason, and uh, for some reason I lost your pick in there somewhere, (laughs) but I'm just going to assume that you didn't go all the way with the Bears and you picked the Chiefs. I actually have mine, Travis. Did you? Uh, Did you have it pulled up? I, I do have it pulled up. And uh, I went with the Chiefs over the Bears. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I do want to point out, Travis, that I picked the N- uh, AFC East 100% correct in order. Nice. So I give myself credit for that. Yeah. And I also picked the Chiefs to win the West, the 49ers to win the West, and the Lions to win the North. So mm-hmm. I got half the division champs right and an entire division right. So yeah. I also picked the Giants and Com- uh, Commanders to be at the bottom, although mm-hmm. I spelled it Commodores for some reason. and i picked the broncos to finish third yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but yeah i had i had the chiefs beating the bears okay thank goodness that wasn't the super bowl (laughs) that would have been awful i would have definitely have tried to find that but i don't know i can't i can't keep i can't keep doing this to myself (laughs) yeah Next year for our preseason picks, Travis, no matter what, Bears are going to finish last in the North. <laughs> keep it in no that way. No matter what. It'll always be that. I'm just going to keep it there. <laughs> no matter what. Yep. <laughs> so. So now the important question, Travis. Mm-hmm. Has your mind changed? Has it changed? Has it changed? You were the one who, who called this Super Bowl matchup back in August. Mm-hmm. And you said on the recording. 49ers, get the win. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cliche to pick the Chiefs. But I think you were going in thinking that the Chiefs were going to be favored. Yeah. They're not. Nope. 49ers are the favorites. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are the underdogs. Fair. A first, kind of a new position for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Travis, perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Pick them. Pick them. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Minus two. Yep. Who you got? And again, the record is tied. Mm-hmm. You've already locked up points. So you get the advantage of going first. Mm-hmm. So basically, whatever I pick here, you'll go I the have opposite. to pick the opposite. <laughs> now, we are going to pick scores, too, like the actual score of the game. Mm-hmm. So there is a, technically a way we could tie. but Right. Yeah. So... Man, you know, I 
I like what I said there about they can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I said mm-hmm. it even back then, uh, and I like that prospect uh, there of just the experience uh, there, and especially with what the Chiefs did the last time they faced off against the uh, Niners and. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is a superb uh, there, and it's going to come down to whether the 49ers can make a mistake or not. If they beat themselves, then the Chiefs will take it, uh, but Brock Purdy doesn't uh, throw the ball down the field very often. Well documented uh, there, and so if, as long as they can take care of the football here and not turn it over, then they can beat the Chiefs. So I did it in the preseason even though my gut says Chiefs, and don't underestimate this team and Andy Reid and the crew, but I can't go against my preseason pick. I need to nail this here. Wish I would have put Future Entertainment on it. I don't know how much that I would be trying to look at here since the 49ers were actually really up there mm-hmm. uh, there in the preseason for a Super Bowl, but I am going to go with the 49ers. Minus two. Travis is going to go 49ers minus two. I don't like it, but I got to nail it in the preseason from here. Travis, I I like what you said there about Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. and not betting against Patrick Mahomes. Here's the problem. I don't know how much of a difference – Patrick Mahomes is going to make in this game. And what I mean by that is, I can see this becoming a running game. Mm-hmm. Both these teams like to run the football. Yeah, it's definitely worked in the playoffs for the Chiefs. For, yeah, for both of them. And now they've oh, got yeah. healthy. And, you know, the, the 49ers, Travis, this postseason are averaging 133 yards rushing per game. That's mm-hmm. average. Yep. In the postseason, they've given up 159 yards rushing to opponents. So therefore, their defense has not been able to stop the run. Now, where are the Chiefs at as far as the postseason go and the rushing game? Kansas City, 127 yards per game. They're rushing the football. 113, they're giving up. So their defense is actually better against the run than the 49ers defense. But they've had success this postseason as well. What do you not do if you're rushing the football, Travis? What do you do? You don't have drops. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we talked all season about the Chiefs' drops. Mm. They found a way in this postseason to negate the drops by rushing the football more. And now they've got people healthy who have been injured and banged up. Mm-hmm. I, Regardless of if I, if I believe it or not, I have to go Chiefs. Because I have to be different from you to have any shot at winning this. Mm -hmm. So I will go Chiefs plus two. But I really do think, Travis, that this could come down to whose defense can stop the rushing attack. Yeah. Because I just do not see it being an air it out kind of game. Mm -hmm. I see it being a slow, methodical game. Right. And it may come down to which offense makes the first mistake. Whether that be a fumble. Yeah. Whether that's going forward on a fourth down. Mm -hmm. Whatever that mistake is. Whatever offense makes the first mistake. 
because I can see neither of these defenses are that amazing. Yeah. I can see this being a track meet Mm -hmm. and just running up and down and basically being first defense to make a stop Mm -hmm. and get possession back. Yeah. Now I'm going to say all this and you're going to have this recorded so that when we come in here on Monday and the final score is seven to six (laughs) and the defense is dominated. I hope not. I, there's a lot of people who hope not, but I I just, I, I see this going to be a track meet. Mm -hmm. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Makes for the more entertaining game. So Travis, Mm-hmm. What is your actual score pick? Mm. Actual score. Yep, exact score. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, 49ers. 27 to 21. 27 21. I will go Chiefs, and I'm going to go 42 to 35. Now, the fun part. Want to talk? Want to talk prop bets? Prop bets. Yes, I always love these props. Mm-hmm. Props here. Yes. So. Let's let's look at this. So we'll start with the the party props page I have here. So Travis, length of the national anthem, over under eighty seven and a half seconds. Uh, Reba's doing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. I'll go over. I, I think over is a smart call here because I can see Reba holding out that last couple of notes. Yeah, long. I do too. Coin toss. The coin toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, heads or tails? Yeah. <laughs> uh, tails. I'll go heads. I think that I think the coin is heavier, so I'll go heads. <laughs> uh, game total over forty-seven and a half. Over under. Forty-seven and a half. Uh, over. Yeah, you never go under, right? No, you can't go you under. You can't go under. Not in the Super Not Bowl. Not in the Super Bowl. First offensive play of the game. Run or pass? It's pretty easy to go run, right? I would think so. I think so, run's probably the smart money. Yeah. But think. if everyone's thinking that, play action, pass, deep bomb across the middle. <laughs> play action, yes. <laughs> I would go with a run. Uh First, will there be a score in the first six minutes and 59 seconds? Ooh. So in the first seven minutes of the game, will there be a score? No. I'm going to say yes. Like I said, I think both these offenses are going to go up and down the field. Mm-hmm. First, uh, let's see. Jersey number of the first touchdown scorer, odd or even? Uh, we'll go odd. I'll go even because I think most of like Christian McCaffrey, I think is twenty-two. Debo Samuel's eighty, so I'll go. I'll go even. You're you're hoping for a Travis Kelsey touchdown there. I see a lot of people with odd oh, numbers. Yeah. 
First accepted penalty will be against who, Travis? Uh, Chiefs. I'll go 49ers. Will there be a score in the final two minutes of the first half? Yes. Sure, we'll go yes on that. Will a team score three consecutive times, not including uh, PATs? No. Mm. I hope not, so I'll go no as well. We won't do receiving or anything like that. Length of the longest successful field goal in yards, Travis, over or under 46 and a half yards? Uh, we'll go under. I'll go over. Uh, team with the longest successful field goal, 49ers or the Chiefs? We'll go with Chiefs. Sure. Length <laughs> of the longest touchdown in yards, over or under 44 and a half? Uh, over. Yeah, let's go over. Total sacks over under four and a half. Total sacks. Uh, that seems low. Yeah, over. I'm going to go over on that one. Mm-hmm. Total turnovers over under two and a half. Uh, I could easily see it be a three. I can so see it being over. over. Yep, I agree with you on that one. Number of challenges initiated by coaches over under one and a half. I, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. You can't hold anything back, so over. I, I say it's got to be over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Will there be a missed extra point? One or two point variety? Uh, yes. Yes. Color of the uh, Gatorade <laughs> bath. Water, clear, or orange, or any other color? That's what this one has. So it's either water, clear, or orange, or any other color. Any other color. I'll go any other color as well. Position of the Super Bowl MVP, Travis. Quarterback, all other positions. Let's go fun, all other positions. Well, if I think it's going to be a running back game, I will go all other positions as well. Mm-hmm. All right. I got some more here that's not on that, that sheet I had. Um, let's see here. Opening kickoff, not a touchback, Travis, plus 250. What do you think of that? Ooh. I no, think it's going to be a touchback. It's going to be a touchback, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Jersey number of the first touchdown score over 22 and a half. Ooh. Mm, let's go under. Oh, no, it's got to be over. I mean, you got McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Debo's under. I knew Ayuk, Ayuk O is over. Kelsey's under. over. Kittle's under. over. Under. Uh, yeah. Pacheco is under. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is under. That's true. Ooh, plus 1,100, Travis, for Christian McCaffrey to throw a pass. Uh, yeah, he'll throw yeah, a pass. Yeah, let's throw a pass. Mm-hmm. Plus one, plus 1,100? Sure. Yeah. Especially if the Chiefs are thinking run, great time for a halfback pass. <laughs> What if he throws a touchdown? Ooh, I don't have that one. Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts, Travis. You feeling that one? Mm, no. No. Um, Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. Ooh, uh, under. Jake Moody will miss a field goal. Yes. Yeah, the rookie kicker has missed a field goal in three straight games. <laughs> How about this one, Travis? 
Little John to appear with Usher at the halftime show. <laughs> Little John. Mm-hmm. Why Why is it Little John Minus specific, 2,000. Specifically. For yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then sure. Yes. He'll show up. Also, uh, Will I Am plus 1,200 to show up at the halftime show. Because he uh, performed OMG with Usher at uh, Super Bowl uh, 45. <laughs> Winning scorer of the Puppy Bowl, Travis Mark Purdy, plus 3,300. Uh, sure. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, in the uh, winner of the Puppy Bowl, plus 600 to get the winning score there. Mm-hmm. Total times Taylor Swift will be shown live over 28 and a half seconds. Over 28 and a half. Over under 28 and a half. Uh, Gosh, let's go over. I'll go over as well. Will Kelsey and Swift be shown kissing on the field? Well, no. No. Because uh, the 49ers are going to win. That's a pretty good call, I think, if you think the 49ers are going to win. Um, let's see here. Uh, more stuff from the halftime show because I find it fun. <laughs> um, over or under eight and a half songs. This is even right now. Minus one twenty-five for both. Over or under eight and a half songs. It seems like a lot. Song must be performed for at least ten seconds. Uh, so over. I, I would say over as well. Uh, last year's halftime performance by Rihanna, by Rihanna was able to touch 12 songs. Yeah, I'd say that's... All right, here's who's joining. Here are the odds, Travis. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alicia Keys, minus 330. She has the best odds to join Usher at halftime. Then it's Ludacris, minus 250. Mm-hmm. Lil John, minus 105. Will I Am, you know how I said earlier, it was 1,200. It's actually down to 220, plus 220, so... Hmm. Nicki Minaj plus 280. <laughs> no. Sean Diddy plus 350. Possibly. Pitbull plus 390. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. No. Justin Bieber plus 450. <laughs> no. Lil Wayne plus 500. <laughs> I don't think so. Taylor Swift plus 500. <laughs> uh, no. Doesn't uh, she's done too much performing <laughs> for one weekend? Marshmallow plus five seventy five. Ah, uh, sure. Twenty one Savage plus six fifty. <laughs> Fifty Cent plus eight hundred. Okay. DJ Khaled plus eight hundred. Mm. Beyonce plus nine hundred. Beyonce, no. Miley plus twelve hundred. <laughs> Uh, no. Madonna, plus 1,200. Sure, why not? Madonna. Usher's first song? I don't know enough Usher songs off the top of my head. Well, right now, leading the way is My Way. It's from Usher's 97 album. Usher opened his shows during his Las Vegas residency with My Way. That's good to know. There you go. That's the favorite. Good to know. Obviously, I know the big ones. So yep. Yeah. Yep. DJ got us falling in love. Mm-hmm. 
got it bad. Love in this club. There you go. All right, Travis. One of my favorite things to look at is the cross sports bets. Okay. So we'll start Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Um, to score a touchdown and Shea Gilchrist Alexander to score 35 plus points in his matchup against the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Alexander's averaging 31.1 points per game. He scored yeah. 37 as recently as January 29th. Yeah. So I'd go over, right? What is it? It is uh, Travis Kelsey to get a touchdown and Shea Gilchrist Alexander scoring 35 plus. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. Um, how about this? Chiefs rushing yards versus Celtics points versus Miami. Uh, Chiefs rushing yards. I think so. Yeah. I like my I like the Celtics against Miami. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to run for 125 yards. They will. Chiefs points versus Porzingis points. Uh, I go Porzingis points. He scored 31 against the Hawks on Wednesday. Scored 26 against Memphis on Monday. Scored 19 points in just 21 minutes before suffering an ankle sprain on the 25th. So, but again, he's going up against Bam. 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 49er points versus Jimmy Butler points, Travis. 49er points. 49er points. You don't think Jimmy Bucket's going to have a big game? No. No. Okay. Um, I think that's... Oh, will the game go overtime? Uh, hopefully that would mean a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, 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 no. Alrighty, I think I think that's everything. You got it. Bad is the number one song on Usher's Billboard list. Yes, that I'm looking at here. You don't have to call. Yeah, but I don't think that's a. You got you got to get something. I don't mind something something. Peppy. You make me wanna. I, I would start off with yeah, but that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love if he showed up if they did that song. <laughs> like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> hey! Oh, he's not in Vegas. Never mind. No, he was not invited to no, that uh, press not. conference. No. There. Now the day the week kind of started with uh, jams to uh, Toby Keith in yep. honor of him. Now I'm gonna have to spend the rest of today listening to Usher. There you go. Getting prepped for the the halftime show that I probably will not watch. Probably not. It's not. Okay, this is gonna be so disappointing, Travis. I was looking at the Gatorade color. Which is always a fun one. Uh-huh. Orange is the favorite. Yeah. Um, then it's yellow, green, lime. Then it's red slash pink. 
then it's clear water. Um, the best odds are, are blue or purple as well, plus 275, plus 225 for blue and purple. But no Gatorade Blath, plus 3,000. I would put I would put a flyer on no bath. Really? Just just because why not? Plus three thousand? I feel like there has to be a Gatorade bath. Doesn't have to be. If it's a walk off, should. If it's a last second, if it's a controversial play. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think there will be one. Uh, the one sportsbook that I'm looking at here is orange is plus 300. Yellow, lime, green is 390. Mm. Uh, purple is plus 390 as well. I'm kind of leaning purple uh, myself, but red would kind of make sense with both teams kind of having that. But you know, that's actually plus 500 here that I'm looking at. I think clear water is is – overwhelming because i think most of the, the players either drink water or they drink the clear gatorade because they don't want it to stain yes uh and another prop bet that i'm seeing here on this uh, sports book is will there be a scorgami oh yeah i saw that one i left that alone <laughs> for you plus 2500 uh we'll put a little sure put a little on, on there travis <laughs> Put a little. Uh, if you're wondering, a couple of my favorite things to uh, play for the uh, Super Bowl in general, the first touchdown score we already said about the number. Uh, I said under, so I'm gonna go either uh, Ayuk mm-hmm. for the uh, 49ers. I mean, it's not fun if you pick Christian McCaffrey or even Travis Kelsey or anything like that. Um, so for the Chiefs, I would kind of. Maybe go for a long shot of Valdez Scantling uh, there is what I'm kind of looking at. And at the MVP, of course, you have Patrick Mahomes, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. But, no, uh, I'm going to go with my boy Travis. That's who I'm going to pick. Travis Kelsey, MVP if the Chiefs win, MVP and uh, gets down on the knee. I was going to say, if he wins MVP, Travis, <laughs> yes or no, does he propose? He gets down on the knee and proposes. Or at the parade. He might be a little uh, partied out by the parade. Uh, they're prep for the game this week. I just finished up on a Netflix. I rewatched uh, Quarterback. Rewatched the episode of where they went to the Super Bowl. How exhausting it is after you win the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes immediately uh, goes from the Super Bowl to uh, Jimmy. Was it not Jimmy Fallon? It was Jimmy Kimmel. Goes immediately to Disney World as well with his family. Uh, so, man. And then the parade uh, there afterwards as well. You get no sleep for the Super Bowl winner. Uh, there, so we'll see how that is in store uh, here for the uh, big game. Are you going to watch any of this, Eric? I am actually going to be on the road. I don't know quite when I'm coming back home on Sunday because I'm going to be out of town Saturday. So I do not know for 100% certainty. Okay. <laughs> I may check in once I do get home. Mm-hmm. But again... You're looking at a guy who hasn't been to a Super Bowl party since, like, 06. 
<laughs> so I haven't watched a Super Bowl all the way through since the 49ers Ravens. Mm. And that was just because I was living alone and had nothing else to do. Wow. And I watched it alone in the dark. Man. So I I just I I don't know. I just mostly it's because most of the teams that have been in it lately, I don't like. Or the players I don't like. Sure. Like no one on this in this Super Bowl has anyone I actively don't like. But considering half my family's Cowboy fans, I can't like the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see the 49ers win another Super Bowl because then they break the tie with the Cowboys. Yeah. Makes me mad. Right. So I'm, I, <laughs> I just. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way with this, uh, this one uh, divisional uh, opponent in the uh, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, Chiefs. I don't necessarily in a love with, I think kind of deep down uh, the uh, owners in, in Kansas city, uh, loved the uh, move out of St. Louis for mm-hmm. the Rams. Cause they could monopolize the uh, state of state. Missouri yep. and automatically think that we would assume their fanship uh, there. So I did not give them the satisfaction. And as I kind of did feel a little dirty cheering for the LA Rams and winning mm-hmm. the Super Bowl there but I think I would have fe- felt even dirtier if I switched from the Rams to the outhouse and then landed in Chiefs Kingdom and all of a sudden I'm having this amazing success uh here that I didn't have in St. Louis. I'm also not a big Andy Reid fan. Wow. Well, he seems like a likable guy from all the years he was with the Eagles. I just Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Just not not a fan. Not a fan. So part of me wants the Chiefs to win. Maybe he'll retire and go away. I think he'd be a great broadcaster. Yeah. Studio host. Not like play-by-play color guy. Studio host. Got a future there. I think so. The booth. But. So. You know what I'm going to do, Travis? What's that? I'm going to boot up Madden 13, and I'm going to sim this game in Madden 13. 13. Okay, we'll see uh, how that works out uh, for that simulation uh, when uh, Eric he uh, zigs when everybody zags of the Madden simula- simulation. Uh, there he goes all the way to back to 2013's yep. version. Yep. Okay. So. No, yeah, 2013, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll try to weed my way, watch the game through. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if we're going to have anything else besides dips. So better bring some chips on Sunday. We're having a lot of dips. So Chiefs on that game had uh, Priest Holmes as well as uh, uh, Peyton Hillis in the backfield for him. <laughs> Quarterback was Matt Castle. 80 overall Matt Castle. Backup Brady Quinn. There you go. So that's the, the Chiefs roster. And the 49ers that year had uh, Frank Gore. As uh, running back, as well as Brandon Jacobs there with him. And uh, Alex Smith, 83 overall. And Colin Kaepernick, a 70 overall, were your quarterbacks. Yeah, I was thinking that Randy was... Moss was on that team. Travis Long and Michael Crabtree. And Ted Ginn. Randy Moss. A 49er. Remember wow. those days? No, no. No one does. Not really. 49ers were a 90 overall as a team. The Chiefs were a 79 overall. Mm. Not the strongest. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> But we'll be back on a Monday to uh, recap it and uh, 
Well, hopefully you enjoy your Super Bowl party if you choose to attend, and we'll all be back in. It should be a national holiday as well. Oh, don't get me started on the let's move it to Saturday. Let's move it to Saturday. Absolutely. You got it. Hey, just be safe out there. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So uh, we'll be back on a Monday to uh, talk about that as well as postseason play for high school basketball as well. But until then, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for downloading. And we're out. Go Niners! Go Niners!